0: Hello, this is Anna and Lauren. Today we will be discussing
1: the death penalty. So what's the death penalty? Apparently the death penalty is the punishment of execution and to someone legally convicted of a capital crime. So far, 1,480 people have been executed due to death penalty. Primarily by lethal injection since 1977, there has been a Big debate on whether we should keep or abolish the capital punishment. Advocates for the death penalty argue that it is a cost-effective parallel to life imprisonment and it gives retribution to the victim. Protesters of the death penalty argue that it unfairly gives the government the power to take a human life and it targets people who cannot afford good attorneys
0: most notorious prisoners put on death row is Ted Bundy as a young boy Ted was a socially awkward child and didn't get along with his stepfather Bundy began breaking the law in his childhood slowly escalating from shoplifting to car theft to becoming a peeping Tom he often lured victims to his car by pretending he was injured and asking for help he was caught after he was pulled over by the police and they searched his vehicle and found a crowbar face mask rope and handcuffs the police were able to link him to much more serious crimes. Ted Bundy escaped prison twice the first time jumping out of a window during a trip to the courthouse library, and the second climbing out of a hole he had made in the ceiling of his cell. He was eventually caught and then put back in prison. During his trial, he was his own lawyer and he did his best efforts to seem innocent, but the judge found him guilty and sent him to death row. While on the chair, he confessed to 36 killings, but experts believe it may be closer to 100 or more. His final last words were, I'd like to give my love to my family and friends. He was then electrocuted and died at 716 AM.
1: The Zodiac Killer is another notorious killer that would be sentenced to death row if he was caught. Currently, the killer remains unidentified. He sent 13 letters to different newspapers, often sending ciphers taunting the police. In one of his letters, the killer confessed to murdering two teenagers at Lake Herman. In his letters, the Zodiac Killer included puzzles and codes that were said to reveal his identity. The police were able to crack the codes, but his identity stayed a mystery. Since the Zodiac Killer has broken a capital crime, he would be sent to death row, depending on the state.
0: There are also some innocent people who have been sent to death row. For example, Carlos De Luna was convicted for murdering a convenience store clerk. It wasn't until 2006 that a Columbia Law School started looking into the case and found out Carlos Hernandez was the actual killer. Earl Washington was a mildly mentally disabled farmhand accused of the murder of Rebecca Lynn Williams in 1982. He confessed to the crime despite having little knowledge to the victim's appearance or the location. He was convicted and served 12 years on death row before dna evidence proved he was innocent in 2000 and his confession had been coerced supporters of the death penalty believe that the type of lawyer used in court does not change the outcome kent s Scheidiger, legal director of the criminal justice legal foundation wrote in a september 23 2005 article should states adopt moratoriums on executions no stated it has also been shown that lawyers appointed to represent the indignant the same results on average as retained counsel. For example, Scott Peterson, with the Lawyer to the Stars, sits on death row while the public defender got a life sentence for the penniless Unabomber. The mitigating circumstances of Theodore Kaczynski's mental illness made the difference, not the lawyers. However, public defenders are overworked and often do not have enough time to review cases. According to northwestern.edu, the cost of relying on such overburdened attorneys to provide the primary assurance of a fair trial are significant. 95% of criminal cases end in plea bargains. Excessive caseloads contribute to this trend and result in a me-em and plead system of justice in which clients have little more than a brief conversation in the courtroom with a harried public defender before pleading guilty.
1: Protesters of the death penalty argue that it is economically discriminatory. People living in poverty are easier targets for police and often can't afford pliers or other resources. According to the United Nations Human Rights Office of the High Commissioner website, a department that works to promote and protect the human rights that are guaranteed under the international law, quote, people living in poverty are disproportionately affected by the death penalty for many reasons. They are easy targets for the police. They cannot afford a lawyer. The free legal assistance they might receive is of low quality. Procuring expert evidence is beyond their means. Tracing witnesses is too costly and access to appeals often depends on being able to afford extra counsel many cannot afford bail and therefore remain in custody before their trials further hindering their efforts to prepare an effective defense the death penalty unfairly targets citizens with lower incomes depriving them of good lawyers extra counsel and time to prepare a good defense many people in the u.s think the death penalty is immoral and unhumane like to take a human life. The death penalty violates the Eighth Amendment of the Constitution for being a cruel and unusual punishment. Additionally, it takes over human rights from the defendants such as the right to life and freedom from torture. In the website called The Death Penalty Questions and Answers by Matthew Hartwood states in paragraph 1, it is immoral in principle and unfair and discriminatory in practice. No one deserves to die. When the government meets out vengeance, disguised as justice, it becomes complicit with killers in devaluing human life and human dignity. Killing a person in an unethical way leaves a burden on oneself and is a sin. Even the worst acts of crime doesn't give the right to the government to end their life because everyone has human rights that cannot be taken away. For instance, the death penalty in some ways is a cruel punishment. In the book called The American Nation by James West Davidson, published by Prentice Hall, Amendment 8 and page 238 states, excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishment. In the Constitution, one of the constitutional principles is having a limited government And the government shouldn't be allowed to violate any amendments. And the death penalty fails under cruel and unusual punishment. Killing a human isn't right, and everyone has a will to live. And it shouldn't be chosen by the government to put a criminal on death row, even though they committed a horrific crime. To demonstrate over the years, America has debated the best way to kill someone on death penalty. But either way, it's a horrific act. In the website titled Execution is Inhumane No Matter What Method, by Times Editorial Board in paragraph 8 states, But it is debate such as this, how best to kill someone, that point out the inherent absurdity and inhumanity of an of act an that, if committed by any of us individually, would be a crime. No government should have that power of life and death over its citizens. The act of torturing a human life proves how the death penalty ruins human rights for the people that are sent to death row. Also, disgusting to debate on the best way to kill someone, especially because citizens watch the leaders of the United States and that shows a bad example and isn't what the United States are known for. The common good for one is if we get rid of the death penalty because it invades those who are sent to the death penalty, individual rights. All in all, the death penalty is inhumane and immoral way to punish a criminal.